Dope only. Explicit content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian. Welcome everyone to Rubes and Pubes. We are so excited to be back. <laughs> Jackson, did you spit out your wine when I said that? Did you yeah, think I, I wasn't did. going to make, <laughs> make that call back? <laughs> oh, that was a one-time thing. I'm not no. going to lie. <laughs> oh. with, mine, with less pubes now, actually. And less yes. rubes. We are we are missing the one of the rubes and one of the pubes all in <laughs> all in the form of Dave. Dave has somehow there has been some magic transformation, transformulation. I forget how you want to say it. Mm. Whatever whatever anime said that transmorphification, Ooh. where Jackson's internet problems have completely transferred over to Dave. So now. <laughs> Jackson is completely yep. fine, but Dave has the worst internet of all time. Is that correct? That is exactly it. And I think the anime you're referencing is Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. And I applaud it. you. But Fuck. did I have the word right, though? I don't know the word. Okay. So I, I can't correct you on that, but I know the anime. I knew what you were referencing. Some anime nerd will correct me, and that will be fine because yeah. I will justifiably deserve it. So yeah. I, I completely understand. I fall on my knees and I beg the pardon of the anime <laughs> community. I don't want to get Twitter anime mad at me. <laughs> so oh, dude, that'd be bad. That's like getting BTS anime mad at you. Oh, fuck all of dude, them. That'd be bad. Fuck all of them, Jackson. I can't even pretend. I love a lot. Now, BTS, are they, are they Korean or Japanese? Yeah. That's it's a Korean, Korean K-pop. It's K-pop. Yeah. I love so many things from Korea, but I despise K-pop. I can't Dude, stand it. fucking pop. I, yeah, and I can't fucking stand it. I can't fucking I stand agree. it. <laughs> I agree. Oh. So anyways, Jackson, this technically isn't rubes and pubes. This is either Ian Hates Music or Ian's Untitled Scene Show, the actual scene show, whatever we want to call it. But we have been... Yeah chomping at the fucking bit to do this show yeah. we have had constant constant issues i still think that the show is cursed mm -hmm. but we are trying our best like basically jackson myself and dave have our own scene show via text message on a regular basis <laughs> yeah. so we just need to transfer that to the actual show and record it. The problem is anytime we're going to do something like Jackson was like deathly ill without COVID somehow last week, Dave yeah, basically almost had his foot amputated. I had these like <laughs> yeah. crazy, crazy back issues. 
there was just so much stuff going on from all the hard work we do that we were all just completely taken out because we had planned on doing a whole show when the Architects album came out. And we were going to do that and do that completely separately from A Day to Remember. But now, Jackson, baby, we got to mold all this shit together. Fuck yeah, dude. Now they get a doubleheader. That's that's right. <laughs> main event and a co-main event. But what we are going to do is we're going to start off with some other things first that we didn't get to before because we are hoping that Dave can join us. Because I do have a bad feeling that if Dave misses out on how much fun this is, I don't know if he'll be able to live with himself. No. This is the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I think so. And you know what else is once-in-a-lifetime, Jackson? What's that? Happy Women's Day. Oh, happy fucking Women's Day, dude. I saw that Burger King today <laughs> saying they all belong to the kitchen, which I thought was funny. And it was the first time that I trusted and believed in Burger King. I was like, finally, <laughs> finally, Burger King, you get it. And then they had to completely, they had to completely backtrack. <laughs> dude, that show is fucking funny. But it is Women's Day. You are right. Yeah, I, and the reason why I know it's Women's Day is that I tried listening to Sharp Tooth, oh. and then they called and canceled me. So they said, oh God, yeah. yeah, I tried, but then they said, this music is not for you. And I said, that is the best way to be popular is definitely be separatist. That is the great way yeah. to go. So AA number one, you're awesome, Sharp Tooth. Well done. Well you're done. too tall, you're too straight, and you're too white, Ian. That music is not for you. I'm sorry. Those were so many great compliments, Jackson. <laughs> wow i thought not having dave here would have like kept those type of jokes in check but it definitely didn't (laughs) i couldn't even believe i said it (laughs) oh i miss laughing i miss laughter that's so much fun okay so let's start off right away we're just going to be shooting the shit once again that's that's the way we're going to do this type of show so One of the first things I want to talk about before hopefully Dave shows up is the quote-unquote senses fail controversy. And now, I know, Jackson, you don't know a whole lot about this because you're not on social media anymore. And I know this is kind of giving attention to something that has already gone past, but I think it's good to have an actual conversation about it. So, Jackson, you said you don't know who Rush Limbaugh was, correct? No. Oh, sir. So Rush Limbaugh was a pretty hateful person. I don't think I'm stepping out of bounds by saying that. He was a conservative talk show host. And for a very, very long time, he was that kind of, quote unquote, right wing maniac kind of guy. You know, you know uh, the type I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you're getting at. So I never listened to him. There was never any reason for me to care what he was doing, but apparently he did some pretty heinous shit. Now, I'm not talking about just being a Republican. Like, I'm not that kind of person. I don't care what political party you are. To me, you're probably wrong anyways, no matter what you choose. So to me, I don't hate him because he was Republican. I don't care about him whatsoever because I never listened to him because why would I kind of thing. And obviously, you didn't listen to him either. He ended up passing away. I believe of cancer, if I'm not mistaken. And on the exact day that he passed away, Senses Fail made a track called Lush Rimba, 
and they just switched that R and L there. So that way, you know, the yeah. pussies wouldn't get sued because right. if you're going to put out a song like this, you definitely don't want to have the chance of getting sued, right? Yeah. So Buddy's a big, strong guy. On the, <laughs> on the day that Rush Limbaugh passes, he puts out a song called Lush Rimba. And basically, it's probably the most hateful song I have ever heard in my life besides things that are like overtly, terribly racist. You know what I mean? Really? Oh, no, dude. It's incredibly, incredibly hateful. Um, he says, and I'm quoting some of the lyrics here, but when you opened your mouth and confirmed to me that you're a piece of shit and I'm glad you're suffering, you fuck. I'm not sorry. I'm not fucking sorry. I'm not sorry anymore. There's a special place in hell for you. That's just Holy shit. one part of it. Another part, which I, one of my favorite parts anyways, you're going to hell with a mark on your back where you'll fry like a saint, but unlike Joan of Arc, you're not worth the piss to put out the spark. Damn. Yeah, this is this is a song. <laughs> Holy shit. So now, I think the interesting part was a lot of people... Now, first of all, I'm not going to pretend like a lot of people, like Census Fail, aren't a popular band, because they are. Yeah. They put out a, a brand new full-length album, like... I want to say two years ago. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. One with the bone guy on the yeah. front. <laughs> yeah, the bone guy one. <laughs> I, I remember doing a review on the show. I think that might have been when Dave was on. And it was a depressing album. I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. I didn't think it was their best, but I certainly didn't hate it. So I'm not going to say they're untalented. I'm not going to say they're you know not a popular band because I do believe they're still a popular band. Mm -hmm. But... My issue with this song is not the content of it, because I personally don't give a shit. I am all for freedom of speech all the time. And I think, Jackson, you know me well enough. You know the show. You know I've talked about this for years and years and years. I will never censor anybody for anything, really. Yeah. I, I you the very beginning of the show's inception. Yeah. Yeah, I've been very open about that. So my issue is absolutely not with the content of this. I, I mean, I certainly probably wouldn't put out a song about someone who just died, you know, talking about how much I hate them. That probably wouldn't yeah. be my style necessarily, but I get it. That's pussy. Yeah, I, I think it is a little pussy, but I, I, I get yeah. it for sure. Yeah, yeah. My issue with I it, mean, though. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I was going to be like, I mean, if you hated the guy that much, why didn't you do the song when he was alive and made sure he heard everything that you said? Right. Like, right. Like, I don't know. That's just extreme pussy shit, if you ask me. Yeah. No, no. I, I definitely, I mean, who wouldn't like the rap battle that would obviously occur between Rush Limbaugh oh, and, oh, and Buddy yeah. Nielsen? <laughs> yeah. And then they'd get clouded and all work in their favor. Oh, my God. It'd be perfect. I mean, that's, that's the scene, baby. That's the scene. That's the fucking scene. Yeah. So that would have been awesome. So no, instead, like a pussy, of course, he does keep but that under wraps. Died. Yeah. And then so his family and friends can hear it. You know, he he puts it out when he dies. The uh, <laughs> the issue that I have with this, though, is the hypocrisy of it. Ooh. And the reason why I bring that up is because I actually had, and it was only a Twitter conversation, but it was a conversation with Buddy and senses fail, and they're both pretty much the same thing. I don't think 
anyone from Census Fail does their social medias except for Buddy. That would be my guess. But the thing that we talked about was when they were, this was a year or two ago, when they were re-recording from the depths of dreams, when they re-recorded their, their original EP that, you know, got most people into them. And that EP, to me yeah. anyways, still stands up as a great screamo post-hardcore, you know, EP from the 2000s. Like, I still very much enjoy that EP. So they said, hey, we're going to re-record it. And we're going, you know, we're talking about National Women's Day right now. Or International yeah. Women's Day. They are going to oh, take I... out. Remember this? Yeah, he took out the word whore and bitch. Yeah. He fucking censored himself. Yes. And for, for once again, I am completely okay with that. That is his music. He's not taking away the original music. If I want to go listen to that on something else, if I want to listen to it on Spotify or the actual hard copy you know, EP that I have, then I can listen mm-hmm. to that. That's, that's fine. That is his art. He can do whatever he wants. It's not mine. It's his. He can do whatever he wants with it. Right. My issue, though, was I wrote to him and I said, look, I said almost exactly that. I said, look, it's your music. It's obviously you can do whatever you want with it. My question is, throughout your almost entire careers, you have been very graphic with violence against not only women, but other people. You've been very, very graphic in your lyrics about killing people, Mm -hmm. about gore, about whatever. Why is that okay? But words are not okay. Oh, shit. And his response back to me was that if they could go back, they would actually change more than just those lyrics. Now, they didn't actually do that. Well, I'll tell you what, technically he could. He could, yeah. But he really wanted to. What they were saying basically was that they're not proud or they don't stand by most of their lyrics that got them the popularity that they now have. Right. So to me, I also don't care about violence. I don't care about any of that stuff. But what I do care about is the hypocrisy of you're okay and you, you've you made your career on graphic violence. I mean, there's a song where, just for example, you know, I'll take you up to the top of a building. I'll push you off. I'll run down to the bottom of the stairs to see your face hit the floor. Holy shit. That's, that's a graphic image. That's not just saying, oh, I fucking hate you. I hope you die. That's an extremely. See, I didn't graphic. know they were like this, by the way. Oh, really? I, I wasn't a huge census fail. Not because I didn't like them. I just never was really exposed to their music like uh, that much when I was in the scene. Okay. Like, I, for some reason, I just never really listened to them. The only song I knew by them was the one every fucking knows, and that's "Can't Be Saved." And that's because I heard that oh, shit in Guitar Hero. Dude, you need to go back, go back a couple albums and listen because there, there's some really good census fail stuff. Like in my opinion. There's some really great stuff. You should hear how graphic, like it's it's a different, it's different than saying, I hate you. It's different than saying, I'm dead inside. I hope you die. Know, this you know. fucker was detailed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that is what I don't understand is you're going to take out bitch and whore, which by the way, can be used against any man, any whatever. I mean, I don't yeah. call, I don't call someone, if I'm going to call a guy a whore, I don't call him a man whore. I call him a whore. I know, they're a whore. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with degrading women, if I say that. Same thing with bitch. Bitch doesn't mean woman. Well, say, we call each other bitch all the time. Yeah, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> no, you're a fucking true. bitch. Damn it, you got me. <laughs> That's true. 
Fucking whore. You man whore. Oh, Jeez. I made it woman. I oh, made it woman. Oh, son of a bitch. I was going to say, now it's not right. Now it's not, yes. I crossed the line on National Women's Day, and I apologize. Ooh, can't do I'm that. Like, I'm like Bo can't Burnham. I'm like Bo Burnham on that special. He's like, you have a problem with what I did? I apologize. Right away. Ooh. Don't worry about it. I apologize. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. Problem solved. That's that's my issue is just you can write such a hateful, hateful song. But if I wrote the greatest, nice, positive song, but then snuck in there a bitch and a whore, that would be a yeah. bad thing. That's what needs to be said. Yeah. What, whatever happened to context? What happened to this is a song, it's not real, these things didn't actually happen, or these people don't technically exist. I didn't really take someone up to the top of a, bu- a building and push them off and then also try and run it. That'd be impossible. You wouldn't, uh, Jackson, I got to yeah. be honest with you. Unless I'm that not building, that fast. I mean, let's be honest, Jackson. No matter how fast you think you are, even if it was a one-story building, you I would was not just be, thinking that. Yeah, you cannot push someone off and still run down the stairs and see their face hit the floor. Nope. It's not possible. Damn. I hate to break that to everybody. <laughs> that wasn't real. It just wasn't. So, anyways. Yeah, I mean that's true. And but that is the big thing, though. It's it's something that people really forget nowadays, and it's called context. That's context. that's word of the day on Women's Day. Okay, context. <laughs> okay, there are a lot of words that sound bad. But in context, they can mean completely other things. So whenever he says bitch or whore, depending on the context that he used them in, is really the issue. Right. In this context, with this new song he made, he is purposely in context saying how bad he fucking hates this guy. And everything he says, he probably actually believes. Oh, he does. Absolutely. So that is actually being hateful and hurtful and going against basically what I guess the perfect world that he's trying to build um, that just goes against it. Right. If I said right now, Jackson, you are a funny, funny cunt. That would be in context. That is great. Yeah. I go, buddy, you're really acting like a cunt. Yeah. That would be me being derogatory. Yeah. You said cunt twice. I did. But one of them I took as a compliment. The other one is bad. Exactly. See, we are teaching um, people, especially on International Women's Day. If you're not seeing – if you're not saying cunt. Cunt. <laughs> Ian's favorite word, actually. Isn't it? Oh, it really is. It's I think honestly, it is your favorite curse word. It is my favorite one because you can use I, it in so many different arenas and people are always upset. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a fan of it. It's not my favorite. Oh, no. It's a very, like, it's I don't know. Like, yeah, it's very lie. vulgar. I don't even think it's I've bad. used I, I don't use that in, like, a sexual content or uh, context whatsoever. Right. Like, I could not. I don't think I'd, I'd like, if I had a, a nice woman over, you know what I mean? And I'm obviously being a gentleman. And I'm like, hey, let's let's move into the bedroom. You know, are you okay with that? I get her to sign a nice waiver, you know, like, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to do that because it's 2021. So I'm going to make sure everything's fine, that she feels comfortable, you know, that she says yes to everything, obviously. So once that's done, I'm going to be like, well, hey, cunt, let's have sex. It, it's not going to work like that. Shit. <laughs> you know what other word I don't like? That, oh. Like, I think the two that I dislike the most, or it's not that I dislike them. I just feel uncomfortable saying them. Sure. That's cunt. Like, I only say that unless I'm, I really don't like you. Yeah. And prick. 
Oh. I don't like prick. Those two words are too vulgar for me. That's weird, Jackson. I would have, I mean, just knowing you for so long, I would have assumed that you love prick. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. <laughs> In the right context. Oh, rubes and pubes, baby. Rubes and, and pubes. pubes. <laughs> those words are just too hardcore for me. My poor little granny heart can't take those. I have to be I have to really not like you to call you one of those. Dude, it's it's very very cliché, but I think honestly the word that is almost universally hated because cunt isn't because of Europe and Australia. Like yeah, they, they love they saying, use it like yeah. more like Yeah, it's a term of endearment a lot of times. Yeah. So, but a word that is almost universally hated that I never hear people say ever, and like I said it is cliché, but the word moist Ew, yeah, <laughs> See, everyone that's... fucking hates that word. No, I said ill just because I feel like I have to because that's how the world trained me. Yes. But it, it doesn't bother me at all. Oh, it doesn't? Yeah, everyone fucking hates that word. No, I don't care about fucking moist. Well, imagine this. Imagine this now, Jackson. You've taken okay. a nice woman to your bedroom. You had her sign oh, the paperwork. You know, maybe even an app with a finger. With you a... lost me. I took a woman to the bedroom. Oh, Jackson. <laughs> Self-deprivation. Let's go Sweet. for the win. <laughs> this is like a shock talk radio show where's my soundboard <laughs> it's a random fart noise so so you take this quote-unquote woman to your room and you get the fingerprint on the app that everything's you know safe this is not going to be everything's fine. yeah this is not going to be a 13 reasons why situation for sure and you start kissing down her body and stuff and you go oh baby you getting moist <laughs> I would never use that word in that context in any way, shape, or form. No. But if I'm eating a really good slice of banana bread, I may say, oh, this is moist. It is the perfect amount of moisture. That's the only fucking way I'll use it. I love even, how you painted me in a picture to where I have a woman that is willing to have sex with me. Yes. But even still, I'm not giving you the satisfaction of me telling that girl, oh, I see that you are moist. Yeah, to be to be <laughs> completely honest, I'll give you getting her to your room, but I still think you fuck it up somehow. Oh, even after the signatures, I still fuck it up? Yeah, well, don't forget, as soon as you take your shirt off, she's going to see that dumbass tattoo. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's where we're going with this. Even the Mandalorian can't fucking save that shit. Damn, dude. I've actually, I don't know if you've seen them, but I've actually got new tattoos since then. Oh, no. I have like half a sleeve now. I need pictures. What what stupid dumb it. shit did you put on your arm? They're, they're not pop culture related at all. They're like Christian things. Oh, that's even worse. Way to turn a woman yeah. off. Hey, look at I my like cross. How we just had a, dude. <laughs> We just had a conversation of like cunt, prick, moist, and all this shit. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I actually have a half sleeve dedicated to Christ. And by the way, that's the biggest turnoff compared to what we were saying. Oh, man. <laughs> all that moisture, all that moisture just dried up. All the moisture is gone. <laughs> any, woman, any woman who was listening to the show, which is being generous, by the way. <laughs> Damn. It's okay. Fuck it. Whatever. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. I think even you'd like it more than my Star Wars tattoo, though. Okay. It definitely looks cooler. Yeah, I don't regret I, the Star Wars tattoo, by the way. You should. Just a dick. <laughs> uh, prick, you mean. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're a prick. Wait, no, no woman has ever said, oh, Jackson, stick that prick in me? <laughs> no. 
I'd probably fucking <laughs> no. stop if I heard that too. <laughs> See, I'd look at oh, her like, why? By the way, any woman out there who happens to hook up with Jackson, if you ever want him to stop, just say that. <laughs> Oh yeah, that prick. I'd be like, okay, well, that fucking you just got me yeah. out of it. Never for, mind. For me, it's for me, it's oh man, water parks is so good. Ooh, oh yeah, that that's a good one. <laughs> hey, do you want to listen to your welcome? Oh shit! <laughs> Jeez, dude. So yeah, oh. that had everything to do with music. <laughs> I love, I love how we do that. We just there is no other show. There is no other music show. That is doing. I know what it we naturally got here. Okay, so I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> so, anyways, fuck senses fail. Fuck buddy. I also love that when I retweeted their thing and and pointed out the the hypocrisy, I was told by someone who follows me for some reason that obviously I care about this situation too much. LOL. Oh. I don't understand people. I just don't get it. Well, it's like, first of all, we run a fucking podcast. It's interesting to discuss things like that. It doesn't mean we necessarily care, but we know that it's interesting. We can probably turn it into the fucking conversation that we turned it into. Yeah. We spend more time talking about other shit than actually that. Yeah, pricks and cunts and rubes and pubes yeah. and, I mean, and my oh my. <laughs> and we went all over the place. But it started from the interesting conversation about fucking... Senses fail, and they're usually shit things that they do. And that's the genius of this fucking show. It's natural, babe. It's natural. That's right. Unlike the women that Jackson are with. Oh, man. (laughs) Damn, dude. Right after Valentine's Day, man. Wait, is it really? Wait, we're in fucking March, you dork. That was was like a week or two ago. I don't know. I'm still sore. Oh, shit. Who'd Who'd you hook up with? I'm just kidding. Dude. Oh. I mean, sore in the heart, man. I'm lonely. <laughs> the fuck? But thank you for giving me the benefit of a doubt. Yeah, see, I was of trying to be nice there. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, my heart's sore. Oh, that's Aww. so sad. That's so it's incredibly okay. sad. Look, fucking prick. <laughs> we know. We know. Somehow, the only person that's happy in our little group is Dave. Yeah. Somehow, even He's with all those, yeah, with all those kids, he somehow has love. It's so crazy. he's gonna love hearing this part oh yeah he better he fucking better yeah another if we want to go on to another fucking weird crazy scene thing is that i saw this and i forget where i saw it but amur the fucking band amur has a comic book now is he like a superhero or some shit i have no idea i can't i mean first of all of course i know no one who's bought it like there's no way i can go hey Hey everyone, that really popular comic. Like, can someone tell me what happened? Like, it's not. That's not the case. <laughs> I think they made. I think they made a hundred of them. Okay. And I was thinking about buying it just for the joke, but I can't. Yeah, in my head, I can't justify giving Frankie any money. Ah, uh, probably like fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Let me look it up. You 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 riff for a while. Let me. Yeah, but it's like a graphic yeah. novel or whatever the fuck, you know. Yeah, but even fucking graphic novels, like, I know, like, in the comics, like, when you get, like, the six issues and you make it the novel or whatever, like, yeah. the novelization part, even that's, like, max $30. Dude, holy shit. 
Okay, for, so first of all, it's 100 of them will be made. So I was right about okay. that. Right about that. And then I could honestly give you a million guesses and you would never guess what the stupid fucking name of this comic is. Oh, God. No, I don't even want to try and guess it. It's called Eternal. And then episode okay. one, Thundermouth. Eternal episode one, Thundermouth. Thundermouth. What the fuck? Well, back there. Oh, so by the way, it's through it's through a uh, fucking Sharp Tone. I don't know why Sharp Tone normally has good bands. What the fuck? Are what they are with they? Sharp Tone? Yeah. What are they doing? I didn't think so. I didn't think so either. Yeah, Sharp Tone had a good lineup. Yeah, Sharp Tone, get your fucking shit together. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, maybe they are still with them. That sucks. Okay, it's eighteen dollars. Okay, that's not terrible no it's i mean it is terrible but the price well, yeah. is terrible i i thought i think that'd be really funny if you did buy it but <sighs> i like, just, just don't want the fucking meme of it yeah but... i don't want any of his i don't want him to get any like i would be better off if he stole the money the way he likes to steal allegedly other Ooh. fans monies Ooh. so i'll say allegedly <laughs> even though i'm pretty sure there was plenty of proof <laughs> Get him. Get him. him. Get him. <laughs> That's the Texans coming out of me. Oh, hey, Randy. It's Come so funny. Could you imagine calling yourself Thundermouth? Oof. Wow. That's Oof. so sad. That is so sad. Eternal episode one, Thundermouth. The whole comic book series is just people leaving him. It's just him being such a dickbag and just every band member leaving him. Him making uh, shirts about beating women, and then him trying oh, to steal, yeah, that. steal fans' money, dude. Can we just uh, look? Everyone makes mistakes for sure. Everyone yeah, in their life makes mistakes. If he was legitimately sorry for the dumb shit he's done, then I would give him a pass. But he's not. So it's funny to read these stories because he's still the exact same guy. He has never learned oh, yeah. a lesson whatsoever. If you remember. That shirt that he made with the woman, it was when, I think when sweat got on it, whenever like water got on it, that's when the bruises would come out on her face. Yeah. By the way, happy National Women's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's the kind of moron that we're dealing with here is is the person that is willing to do that for the shock value. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about that. That was like two years ago, right? No, it was longer than he two. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, it was longer. It was because it was back before Glass Cloud became his backup band. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is still dumb. Like, I feel bad for them. I hope they get money from this. But after him trying to scam people out of money, allegedly, I don't think that the band got any money either. Yeah, probably not. Think about it this way, man. Anyone who has an OnlyFans account is like almost a millionaire like pretty much yeah and he tried to do a patreon for a mirror and had to close it down because they didn't have enough people why would he do a patreon for a band for his band a mirror they're not even a small band well that's that's what you would think right but i'm assuming he's not good with money that's my guess yeah probably yeah but like other bands that have patreons they do very well 
I, I don't know any band who has a Patreon who's not doing well. Yeah. How how is how is the Mur- Mur- the one that fails? Because they suck. Yeah, that's actually interesting. Because I like, I mean, I know their shit, but like, yeah. I know they have a pretty solid stupid. fan base, like size. <laughs> yeah, stupid, but size wise, you know, I'm sure there's smaller bands that wish they had a fan base that big. Sure. But like, for them not to have Patreon supporters enough to where they had to shut it down, that's that's pretty fucking wild. I mean, I guess that goes to show the quality of their fans. Well, right. So yeah, that was. That was very funny. I had a lot of laughs about that. And not because I don't want the band to do well. I just don't want Frankie to do well because he is a piece of shit. Yeah. And I've been saying that on the show for fucking forever because it's true. Didn't you, we used to have a, like a, what's it called? Whenever you, you play the sound on a your soundboard. End? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, dude, I sound like such a fucking pro right now. Uh, they did, you used to have something on the soundboard of like Frankie telling me something, right? Yes. Uh, oh, shit. It was from oh, what was it? It was from the first album with Glassjaw, I believe. If, uh, Glassjaw. With fucking uh, <laughs> Glassjaw. You got this, man. What is it? Wait, what What was it? Glass Cloud. Glass I Cloud. I forgot what the fucking sound was. Yeah, Glass, but it was uh, Hate Me, Hate Me If You Want to Feel Better. Uh, that was one of them, yeah. Because I used to do, I used to do a Frankie soundboard and a Franz soundboard. I remember the Franz one yeah. perfectly. <laughs> Fuck that shit! You can find me in the mosh pit. Yeah, that was your favorite fucking thing. <laughs> Fuck that shit! You can find me in the mosh pit. <laughs> good times, good times, good times. Such such fucking good times. All right, well. Now I'm thinking, I mean, we're 30 something minutes in. Let's just do it. I'm not sure. Man, I feel so bad. He's going to get so depressed. (laughs) He already lost $200 today from the fucking racing thing. That sucks. That's That's a bad day. That's true. All right. Well, then here's a question, Jackson. Do we start with architects or do we start with a day to remember? Architects, because architects came out first. All right. Yep. Architects, for those that wish to exist, and Jackson, I can tell you after listening to this, I'm not sure it's me. But no. um, thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. That was you. good. Thank that you. was good. That was good. Not scripted. 15 songs, 58 minutes and 28 oh, seconds. Forgot it was 15 songs. It's way yeah. too much for a fucking metalcore album. But let me tell you though. Let's let's do the okay. can we do the positive thing? For a second, Jackson. Ooh, you know, I, I just had my talk with Tom and, you know, from Patient uh, 67. Wow, why did I have trouble with that? Tom from Patient 67. Good band, good band. Great band, great guy. And we were talking about this of, like, I love, I, I love making jokes about things. And I love being open and honest. Yeah. We also, I mean, a part of that open and honest is that I really did assume that most people give that basic respect to a band for if they hear passion, if they hear something in their music to know that they've done some type of work for it, right? Like there's no way that architect that architects architects sat on their asses and made a 15 song album that's almost an hour long. Right. There's no way. So we give them their respect of hey they were trying to do something. Now, whether or not we think that was the right direction for them, you know, we'll get to that in a second. But 
in general, I, I want to think of it as when they look at holy hell and they look at mm. all our gods have abandoned uh, sorry, all our gods have abandoned us. When they look at that, they're probably going, holy fuck, how do we make something better than those two albums? That's what I would imagine they're going through, right? Yeah. So that's a lot of stress. That's a lot of mental, you know, anguish, things that you have to go through mentally to get to that place. So who knows what their headspace was? So I completely respect them for not only their past work, but what they've gone through in their lives, you know, with the death of a bandmate, brother, and then, you know, trying to outdo themselves on an album. So let's get that out of the way. They're the positives. I agree. That was well said, though, and that is true. But everything you said was right, and I know that things are about to go a little south, but <laughs> that is true. And I can only imagine how stressful it is releasing two back-to-back incredible albums right. with all our gods that abandoned us and Holy Hell. Just, and everyone agrees on that. Let's be real. Like, they should. Those two albums were fucking incredible, and they both sounded different. Yes. So they pulled it off. Right. And there are other – and so by the way – the rest of their discography is good too. Let's not forget that. We're just we're we're shining a light on their best albums, most in our opinion. Yeah. But if you go back in their discography, there's a lot of really good stuff there. So let's not you know, you know, let's not push that away. I agree. So now now here's the here's the tough part. Yeah. Is basically I think in most cases we hated all the singles. And I do have to credit Dave with warning us at the beginning saying after that first single came out, uh-oh, this is not good. This album's going to blow. Damn. Hold it. Yeah. So I have to – now, I will say they start the album out with the best single. But the best single, Black Lungs, in my opinion, is still a straight-up radio rock song. Yeah. It, and it, it, you are right. It is the best single. It was actually one of the only ones – I didn't hate it when it came out. Sure. Like I, I kind of liked it. It was like, okay, it's, it's, it's a good song, but it wasn't architects level. Let's just put it yes. like that. But it was a bad sign for what's to come. Still, right. right. And this is what this is my general. I, I mean, we can go track by track because I wrote things out, just so we're we're ready for this. We can go track by track. What I want to say about it right off the bat, it's they're a radio rock band now with more electronics and processing than anything else. And the problem is you can't mm-hmm. replace substance with electronics. And a lot of people think you can, but electronics do not make passion. Electronics right. do not help. They're a filler. Electronics are a filler. They are not an instrument. Right. That's my opinion. And architects... I'd say, especially at least with like Sam's vocals and everything, to me, like the root of their music is how passionate they always sound. Right. Always. Like that's kind of their thing. Yeah. That's why. And look, I know some people think that architects are stale and bland, like I are standard, basic. I get it. And not. But to me, to me though, that, that concept was what I really liked about them because we needed some fucking bands. And we're going to talk about this when we get to a day to remember. We need some bands to stay in the scene. We need yeah. some bands that are straight up metalcore. We actually yeah. need that. Big guys. 
they, hey. yeah, they're they're dying. So that's yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things. Sorry, Jackson, you're you're uh kind of going in and out a little bit. Sorry. No, it's I mean, I don't think it's your fault, but I was just letting you know. So let's let's go. Are you ready to go track by track for this? Oh man. Give me a sec. <laughs> Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Let's do it. So we start off with Do you dream of Armageddon? And basically to me, this is another boring intro track with nothing to offer. Yeah. There's really there's I nothing there. Like twenty seconds in. Very processed, very trying to be epic, and just I who gives a shit. So yeah. you go past there now. I will I will admit though, that is their one filler. That's it. So out of fifty-eight, almost fifty-nine minutes, take out that one and a half minutes or whatever, and now you've got a straight through album. Which is good. Yeah, that's I mean, in a normal case, I'd be very happy about that. So yeah. then we go from there to Black Lungs, like I mentioned. So like I said, I think we agree. That's probably the best single, but it's Radio Rock. Yeah. Then you get into Giving Blood. And once again, it's a boring Radio Rock-like song. It's a boring riff and yep. really cringy high vocals. Yes. That, that stood out to me. Yeah. At, so... Whenever I know we did the intro and then we did Black Lungs, which I already heard of Black Lungs. But whenever I was doing like my first listen through, I still listened all through Black Lungs. Sure. I do kind of enjoy it. And then when I got to Giving Blood and when I heard that one, Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, oh, no, this isn't going good. Fuck. Like Giving Blood was what set kind of the sour tone for me after. May I point out something that I guarantee you that no one is pointing out? Okay. Ready ready to have your mind blown? Sure. So that is the third track on the Architects album. It has yeah. blood in it, and it's the first track after a single, right? Mm-hmm. Now compare that to A Day to Remember. You're welcome. The third track is the first real track after two singles, and it has mm-hmm. the word blood in it. <gasps> Holy shit oh shit i didn't even think about that and not only that both of those tracks now a lot of people do skip singles you know what i mean like if you're keeping up with a band you might when you when you see that full album you're going to skip the singles and go right into it with both of those you might have skipped directly to giving blood or bloodsucker and after both of those songs go oh no oh no this isn't getting any better yeah. So let that let that blow That's your mind. That's literally it. That's how it was with me with giving blood. Right. And that was the same for me too. I was like, "Oh no. This is going to get worse." <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So moving on from giving blood, we now have Discourse is Dead. For me, this was Bring Me the Horizon and a like Moss the Flames ripoff. Yeah. And it's the closest to a better song because of ripping off two good bands. So it, it made it made a little more sense, but I couldn't help but laugh at the lyrics. We all dance around the carousel, chewing through our tongues. Ooh. What does that even fucking mean? Dance around the carousel, chewing through our tongues. I know, that, I know they're trying to be philosophical. By the way, I guess this album is a concept album about climate change. 
and about the world ending due to, you know, uh, like drilling for oil and, you know, all that kind of, and the black lungs about like coal mining and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, the whole thing is that. And I will give them credit because, you know, I don't listen to Rush Limbaugh. I didn't. So I do believe in climate change. I'm a scientist. Right. So I get it. But that doesn't mean this album did a lot for climate change. Right. Yeah. No, being cringe doesn't do much for climate change. Hey, that's a motto right there. We should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't, it's, it's not a big help. So yeah, that was, that was that not a good track. Was okay. I thought it was okay. Like, eh. I wouldn't listen to it again, but if I had to listen to the yeah. album again, I would listen to that song. Most likely. Right. It's passable. Right. Right. Now, Dead Butterflies, I did not listen to again. I said, this is nope. terrible, and I will never listen to this again. Yeah, because I don't remember which. <laughs> I, that wasn't the first single. It was the second or third, and that's the single that I heard that I was like, oh, no, this is actually really going to be bad. Yeah, that was – I was just like, yeah, nope. I, I listened – by the way, for these reviews, I listened to the albums multiple times. But if I know a song yeah. is something that I never want to hear again, I do not play it again. Yeah, no, it's been out for a while, too, yeah. like two or three months. So fuck that. Yeah. Next one is An Ordinary Extinction. Uh, for this one, I said the intro sounds extremely ripped off. I, I mean, it just there is some band that is wondering why they got away with that, because that is not that is not theirs for sure. Uh, yeah, I thought there were some better strained vocals on this track, but still nothing special. Yeah. This one was just boring. It's a forgettable. It's a forgettable song. Yeah. Next up, we had Impermanence. This had Winston McCall from Parkway Drive. I like Parkway Drive. I don't necessarily like all the directions they've gone in lately, but I do respect them, and I think they have a good vocalist. So this one, once again, and I hadn't mentioned this before, but I should have, very cliche lyrics that get very, very apparent as the album goes on. This is where we really start to see it. In this song themselves, they say, swimming with concrete shoes, do you really want to live forever? And we were born to lose, those afraid to die will never truly live. Wow. Yeah. And the only thing that I liked about the song, really, so first of all, this was a little bit heavier, but it was trying to be too epic in my opinion, I wasn't really a fan of that. And then when they say, do you really want to live forever? That just reminds me of Starship Troopers. So oh, <laughs> I, God. I like that part. But <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And a very, by yeah, the way. I, I like Winston's part too. I thought it was kind of cool. Which part? Uh, Winston's part. I just like it when he, his voice, like, I think he's like a great feature on those yes. things that he does. Oh, no, no. I I'd agree with that too. But you have to, you have to be honest though that breakdown is very cringe like i got huge oh, yes. chills yeah because that is and what a very extremely basic breakdown for what is supposed to be a very talented progressive metalcore band yeah man they're so good at changing and like like just being fucking progressive and yeah it, like once you're like four or five songs in you really are in your head tuning out yes it it happened to me with Giving Blood that I was like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. But obviously, I still gave it a shot. Like, I listened to the album at least five or six times. Sure. And every time I played it, like, especially when I got to around, like, the fifth or sixth tracks, like, where we're at now, mm-hmm. that's when I started to tune out. 
like I started thinking about other shit, like whatever was going on in the day. <laughs> and I don't blame that on whatever I'm doing. If I'm listening to something really good, my mind is there. You know what right. I mean? If I start noticing that I'm tuning out, which is exactly what happened here. I'm like, dude, I'm just, I'm just not into this. It's, it's just boring. Right. Oh, I totally, totally agree. The thing that I try to do is I know that I don't have to listen to an album as many times if I give it my full attention. So it's like I sit down with an album like this. I sit down on the computer and I go, let me write out my thoughts. So that way I never have to come back and listen again. Nice, nice. So next up, we have Flight Without Feathers. For me, I just said horrible opening, dumb title, and techno EDM bullshit. (laughs) I didn't think about that. But yeah, the title is kind of fucking whack. It's just, it's dumb. I I just like Without Feathers. Yeah. It sounds like someone trying to be too deep. But it just sounds stupid. Yeah, they are. And that's that is one thing you can definitely say about this album. They were trying to be too deep. Yeah. Absolutely true. After that, we have Little Wonder that had Mike Kerr of Royal Blood, and I'm not as familiar with Royal Blood. Uh, but for me, this was watered down, bring me the horizon. Yep. That's literally how I thought of it too. Uh, animals is god awful, and I will never listen to that again. Oh no, that shit's bad. Anytime that you see, like, uh, most of the time, if you're like in the scene and you're watching, because I know this is not a music video. Yeah. If the music video contains somebody with a hood on and they got like <laughs> spray paint cans or whatever coming out, you know it's the fucking same <laughs> shit you've heard time and time before. Right. I think it's so funny when fucking bands do that. Like it hasn't been beat to death. No, man, it's like brand the fucking new. guy wearing all black with the hood, and then they got like the fucking the cans that are like spraying paint or yep. like the, the red paint. smoke or whatever. Oh, right, right. Not fucking paint. The the fucking the smoke, like the colored smoke. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh no, dude, you went here now. This is where we're at. No, man, this was this was amazing. This this brought the scene <laughs> yeah, to everybody. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So next next up we have Libertine. And I thought. For this one, I actually thought the intro was pretty good, but once again, it's just a huge Bring Me the Horizon ripoff, and it's got the O-O-O behind the verse and the processing, and it just gets so fucking tiring. A lot of processing. So much. A lot of it. Ugh. Which they don't need. I think that's what's the upsetting, like, like the disappointing part. Right. Is that they don't need that. They're good. They are talented. They really are. I agree. They dropped the fucking ball. Yeah. Next up, we have Goliath. This was Simon Neal from Biffy Ky- uh, Clyro. I always I always mess that up. I think it's Cly- Clyro. Sure. This, to me, to Radio Rock, the riff is kind of fun every once in a while, full of cliche lyrics, and the string section at the end isn't bad, but it's cliche now. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Next up. See, we're just running through this because it's like not much to say. Dude. They're just fucking boring. Yeah, it's who gives a fuck. Like that's that's it's what it is. Radio rock. No, I, I totally agree. The lyrics trying to be a little deep because radio rock is like really like surface level lyrics. Sure. And like these lyrics aren't good, but like they're trying to do something. Right. That's like the difference between like this and radio, like generic radio rock. Is that yep. it's trying to be deeper than radio rock, but it it just didn't turn out good. Nope, I totally agree. So then we have Demigod, uh, another radio rock. This is a slow track building up to the chorus, more cliche yeah. lyrics, 
Very boring. Vocals are so processed at times, it's hard to tell what they are saying. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And then also, lyric-wise, glass half empty, breaking my back, (laughs) sinking like a stone. It's all I've ever known. Come on. That's that's not the architects I know, man. They built a very bad album. Yep. I see what you did there. Oh, thank you, buddy. I did what you said. I, I gave that a little time to sit. So it was a very intellectual, <laughs> very intellectual joke. I like that one. Thank you. So now we go into meteor, uh, more vocal processing, repeating words to make the rhymes over <laughs> and over. Look, a day to remember did this too. I'm going to talk about it. And I forget the name of the track, but we're going to talk about it. When you do that, it is the most childish basic thing you can do. It shows you did not try at all to make a good song. No effort. And then lastly, we get to Dying is Absolutely Safe. This is the acoustic who gives a fuck song. Yeah, and I got kind of excited when I saw that it was like starting acoustic. And I was like, okay, this could be like a cool closeout, but nope. again, boring. <laughs> I was excited for it like yeah. to hear. Because he has a good voice like yeah, besides his sure. screaming voice. He really does have a good like singing voice too, like especially in an acoustic setting. So I was excited for that. Yep. And then it was just it's like the rest. Well, boring. Jackson, I think now it's time though. It is time to get on our soapboxes. So take that little step up. Get your your box ready. Take that little step up. Because we are going to talk about, once again, something that no one dares fucking talk about. There is no one. So first of all, no one was that open about this album, for sure. Because everyone wants to lick Architect's ass. Uh And I can guarantee you that if I ever had Architect's on my show... And let's be honest, they probably should do the show because it would be nice to hear some honesty on that shit. But I would ask them about this album. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, this was so amazing. Congratulations. on it. Like, no, there's there's no chance of that happening. So, Jackson, while I take a sip of beer here, would you mind telling people what this next part is that we're going to talk about? What is now so important? What accolade does this album have? Gosh. Well, so because of the incredibleness of this album, and I say (laughs) that with huge quotation marks, they reached number one in sales in the UK. And apparently that is really fucking huge for our scene that this album (laughs) reached number one. That is what's important for our scene is this album reaching number one in sales. And obviously... Manny and do not fucking agree with that. <laughs> and neither does Dave. We know that for a and fact as well. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. There's no way I should be here. This so sucks. Jackson, I don't get to say this often, but Jackson brought up a good point. This was this was off air. And he was asking, nowadays, what does it mean to be number one? And I'm not gonna I you know, in sales and stuff. Right. And I'm not gonna pretend to know all about this because I really don't want to know. It's not it's not very interesting to me. Because I don't like my music based on how popular it is. So I, I don't really care. But what Jackson did bring up that was interesting was in the streaming world, 
how do we how do they know that the album is number one? Is it just pre-sales is whatever? And what I believe by looking it up is that lots of different like Billboard has something different, the RIAA has something different, but I believe that in the UK, it's every thousand streams counts as an album sale. So you've got the pre-orders, you've got the actual album sales, and then you've got, you know, a thousand streams on Spotify, Apple, whatever the fuck. So that's how I believe, and someone can tell me if I'm wrong, feel free, reach out and let me know, and I'll promptly delete your DM, but. (laughs) Perfect, well said. Thank you, thank you. So (laughs) what what ends up happening is now they're number one in the UK. And I did have a little picture of all the things they have for the US. Like, I think they're like number two in alternative rock and like all these different accolades or whatever. So I am not anywhere near upset about this, nor am I, you know, upset that they have, that they're getting money or they're, you know, whatever. What Jackson, Dave, and my problem with this is why would you want, the number one album and the most attention that you're going to get on an album on the band's worst album. Bam. Right there. That's the thing. So what I am confused about is how come everyone all of a sudden says when a band makes a terrible album and it does well, why do they think that that's a good thing? Now, conspiracy theory-wise... And I'll get this, I'll get into this in a day to remember as well. But maybe architects really didn't try. <clears throat> maybe they didn't put a lot of effort into this album. So for them to get first place, first place, <laughs> number one in first album place. sales. <laughs> music race. Yeah, they, they won. They won. <laughs> they won the week. Fast- yeah. So maybe that means that, wow, we can rig the system by not trying hard and putting out a shitty album and and doing well on sales so they make they make money maybe maybe that is the case but what mm-hmm. what i'm surprised about well i'm not because the scene is very dumb the thing that's weird to me is that all these people all these quote unquote famous people in the scene as well as fans in the scene come out and say architects got number 1 that means i got number 1 This is good for us. This is good for the whole scene. This is good for every band in the scene. We should be really happy for Architects for getting number one. Now, Jackson, why? Why is that the case? That I don't fucking know. That's the thing. Because to your point, it's like, why do you want this album to be number one? The one that, because there, like, let's say there are fans for this album, right? Which I don't think many huge architects fans will say this is their best work. Right. right. But they can't admit that wouldn't they have rather had Holy Hell? Yes. They're number one, like that reached number one, and that is what gets the scene out there. Right. This isn't an album that represents the scene at all and what it's really about. So why? Would you want this as the number one as like, and this is the trophy. Like this is what you want if you're a band in our scene. And the answer is you don't, at least no one in the scene does. What they, what they must think is that by, by doing this, by having this album at number one, and this might be the only thing that might be true is that when touring comes back, let's say we get everything back to normal 
venues open up, and you know whatnot. The the positive would be if that exposure that architects got gets them on bigger tours, which means they can bring along more bands with them. That would be the only thing. You know what I mean? That would make sense. Yeah, and these are huge for them because I know like whenever they release an album like this, a lot of the money they make then allows them to plan out the future on what their next move is. Exactly. So I know that these are this is huge for obviously we don't know the future of touring right now, but I know had this been two years ago, when you are this successful on an album, that means you get to do huge tours, you get to do great effects on like stage, you get mm-hmm. to have your pyro and all that shit. Like Lip-sync. it really does mean a lot when you do that. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Get a professional, really good back. Oh, so good. Best, best, best money can afford. I mean, whatever Ollie can afford, that's what they get. Yeah. So oh. yes. Yeah. So I once again, you look at the positives. That is the positives. Yeah. That is a positive. My major issue though is it's it, it, almost exactly what you said. This album does not or should not represent the scene. Because We've had this happen too many times, and I, I don't think it's true in these cases. When you look at Under Oath winning, did they win the Grammy or were they nominated for Erase Me? Ah, uh, fuck. I forget if they I think won. Not. I don't think they won. Okay, they might have won for that one. So you had the nomination and the win. When people saw that happen, they go, wow, this is great for the scene. This is great for my band. This is great for anyone. What happened? in our scene from that time on you had not more people coming over see that's the thing if someone who likes pop music or who knows whatever the shit rap whatever the fuck if they like that type of music and they look on the very low by the way i don't think any rock band is playing the grammys this year again so once again rock is not represented anywhere so you've got these people who somehow think that normies are going to go out of their way and go, huh, that band Under Oath, that sounds interesting. And then go listen to their music and go, wow, that sounds good. Let me go listen to the rest of their discography. Or what other artists sound like this band? That doesn't happen. That You live in a fucking dream world. Yeah. The only people that are switching teams are the people in the scene that all of a sudden love pop music. It's almost like it's been a conspiracy throughout the years of people infiltrating rock and metal and heavy whatever and and slowly going more pop, more pop. We want more pop and changing the entire direction and sound of what this scene used to be. So that's the only way you ever have people switch over. You don't have people coming like I don't have regular normie friends that go, oh my, oh holy crap, uh, do you know that band I Prevail? Ooh. That that album Trauma was so I couldn't believe it. They got nominated for that. This is the music you've been hiding from me. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't fucking happen. You're living in a fucking dream world. So that's the that's the tough part is all these people put out this false narrative that. Because Architects is or were a scene band, a metalcore band, they put out this radio rock poppy album 
that that's going to make people go, oh, I like that. Let me listen to their discography. That doesn't happen. No. Or if they do, they listen to Holy Hell and they go, what the fuck? Immediately. What are they screaming about? Yeah. That's that's what they do. Yeah. If you like you, you hear black lungs or animals or dead butterflies or some shit and you're like, oh, this is good. I can get into this. Let me hear more of them. And then they go back and they listen to Naysayer. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck, this is not well, what happened. What happened? Why, why is that person being murdered? Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't work like that. You've you're attracting new fans, which is good for you, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean that you're getting the whole picture as in new fans that now like all of you now. Right. Like all of your work. You're getting new fans that like your new album. I always imagine like the extreme. Like someone listens to fucking I Prevail and then they go, Oh, it says I should listen to this band Kane Hill. Let me see. Ooh, wow. And it's just imagine that. The sounds of someone being murdered. <laughs> just, yeah. No, it's like uh and like imagine because you know that had to have had me or uh, oh my god, me. I can't talk. You know that it had to have happened with Bring Me the Horizon. Oh yes. Like whenever like their new shit, like on Amo or whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, I like this band. Let me go back and listen to something. And then they fucking play uh Pray for Plague just some yeah, shit. Antivist. Count your blessings and yeah. shit. Oh my god! Can you fucking imagine? Like, or let's say, like, I, I can only picture like a girl like in her car with her mom and like, oh yeah, I like this band. I'm gonna play some of their music, and then they fucking go back to count your blessings, and they yeah. both just have a heart attack like mid trip. Right. It's like, what, what the wait, fuck is this? Wait, what do those lyrics say? When you die, the only kingdom you'll see is two foot wide and six feet deep. Are they talking about death? Oh shit. Poor Granny. <laughs> She's dead. She she died, dead, Jackson. Six feet deep. She died. She's two foot wide, uh, six feet deep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Jackson, obviously, we're on the we're on the same page on this. It's just it's not a good representation. No, it's not. Blank. It's it not. It sucks. And like I remember I remember last I think it was last year, and I really don't try and keep up to date with it but the whole i prevail thing obviously with them being a bunch of douchebags and making terrible terrible music like trauma still is one of if not the worst album of the century like it's just one of the pretty worst bad. it's just so terrible they never brought any new people in plus their music does not represent the scene it, it just doesn't so no. It's just I I get tired of this false narrative, and it sucks because you see someone like you know Courtney from Spirit Box saying, and once again, by the way, we were let me say this one more time for the record, we were the first the first podcast to be talking, first radio show, first podcast to ever talk about that band was this show. Great fucking band, yeah, love the fucking band, but her I believe her view to be very skewed on this. I, I just do not believe that this is good for us. I don't believe it's good for them. And I don't believe it's good for the scene because it's just, it goes back to what Jackson said. The album from Architects is not representative of what our music is. And now, Jackson, I, I wanted to bring this up while Dave was on the show, but because that probably, I'm guessing, isn't going to happen, I do want to bring it up with you. It is March. So it's going to be time for scene badness, scene B-A-D-N-E-S-S. I believe, Jackson, the twist 
that we should put on this thing once again another bit that no one does. And if they do, and if they do it, it's because they ripped this one off. But I do want to mention here on the show, I think that this time, instead of doing, you know, just bands, popular bands in the scene, I think we should do a bracket based on bands in the scene that have changed their sound. Ooh, that sounds fun. And we go with the best, worst band to change their yeah. sound. I like that. Okay. I think that'll get people to understand us more too. Like not like please I, I really do I get worried sometimes whenever we rip into bands that change your sound. Cause a lot of the times it turns out bad. Sure. But there are successful cases and I feel like they don't always hear us say that, you know? Well, remember, like, we're gonna do the bad we're gonna do the bad ones though. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna do the good ones. Okay. I thought you were like saying like from worst to best. No, because the bracket, the bracket, if we did, uh, if we did best would be two bands. Oh, that's true. Like that's, there's not yeah. enough. But if you go through, I mean, just think about it. Fallout Boy, Panic at the Disco, uh, Architects, A Day to Remember, Asking Alexandria, Hundredth. Like you just keep on going through the list of bands that have changed their sound for the worse. And then you find the best one, the band that did the worst, basically, they win. Ooh, okay. I like All this. Right. So, okay. So that's that's settled then. But yeah, I just, I want people to understand the point of view that we're coming from because this is the underground show. We want the scene to be diversive, to have lots of different genres in it, but not become straight up pop music or rap music because that's what it seems to be going in the direction of and when you have bands that clearly put out possibly at least with architects and with the day to remember their worst albums in their entire discography you've got them winning the award of popularity that is not a good thing because that only goes to other bands what that makes other bands see is hey wait a second if we do that will get popular and make money too. And I want them to make money. Don't get me wrong. That's why That's why Jackson and I, and I know Dave does too, we actually give cash money to bands because we support them. We go to live music. Oh, we buy merch. We do all that. We stream music properly. We do all those things. We're supporting the bands because we want them to make good music that they want to make. If you want to actually leave the scene and make whatever, then that's fine. Like, that's that's your choice. But don't make a bad album like this and pretend that you're still part of the scene because you're not. It's, it's just not good for it. It reminds me, so there's, and I know that you probably don't know about this because you don't listen to that shit music and neither <laughs> do I, but I do know about it because I live in Texas. Sure. And maybe people from Texas can understand this. Yeah. So really big, ye fucking hot, brother. Let's go. Uh, In <laughs> Texas... <laughs> There is a thing called country music, okay? Yeah, oh, I got you. Yeah, you know about it. Uh, <laughs> and there's – so back then, country was different. Country is different now, okay? A thing that country music is now starting to do that a lot of people do not like is turn pop. Ah, you yes. now hear a country song. In your head, when you think of a country song, you don't think of rap. You don't think of pop. You think of fucking one man and his guitar and a stick of hay in his fucking teeth <laughs> and a Bud Light. And that's <laughs> it. Logo face now, now. Fuck yeah, brother. But now, 
there's a lot of country songs that come out now in modern times that have like fucking hip hop beats in it and pop shit and they're more processed vocals and people don't fucking like it. And even they, like the people, like the fans of real country music say, this doesn't represent country in right. Texas. This right. is not, it's just isn't fucking country. This is over processed shit that is not representative of country. Take off and your mask that, and shove it. Fuck yeah, brother. Bang your sister. Uh, and then so like it's the same shit with the scene like yes there's the scene music and then you have the band and the part that pisses me off the most is that like you'll have some supporters that are in the scene be like oh my god they're just so brave yes like they're pioneering the fucking future shit and it's like no motherfucker they're changing they're changing yeah. genres they took the doing. easy they're way not out being right it took the right now what's popular is and obviously pop is popular uh, but hip hop right now is very popular. So whenever you see pop and hip hop integrated into scene music, it makes you wonder, is this what you wanted or is this what you know will get listens? Right. Okay. And that is why it is hard to feel the authenticity when you release an album like this, because it's never what you were about before. Mm -hmm. And it is very coincidental that right now, while pop and hip hop are the most popular that you integrate that into your scene, quote unquote music. Right. And obviously if you somewhat use your head, you realize, Oh, it's not authentic scene music. It's something that's trying that's quote unquote being brave and fucking ma making the next step, which yeah. is really just not being seen. Because really what you could say is you could go, wow, this band is so great at making great albums. It took them a really difficult, it was probably a difficult amount of time and energy for them to make such a bad album. Yeah. How did you stop being so good and you were able to make such a bad album? I'm so amazed at you. Like, you're so fucking brave. That's, that's yeah, crazy. Dude, I hate it when fucking people in the scene do the, or the quote unquote scene. I fucking hate that shit. They're so brave. They're, oh, no, no, no. My favorite one oh, is when they the say, boundaries. <laughs> push the boundaries. And no, no, no. They've matured, Ian. Yes. Oh, maturity. Yes. That's my favorite one. Or oh, evolved. They, they, they evolved. Have a more mature, evolved sound yeah. now. That's yeah, what I'm it sure is. Oh, my God. Fuck off with that. Evolved by devolving. Because, yes, that's no one who knows music can honestly look you in the eyes and say, this Architects album is better than Holy Hell. Oh, God. You're lying. You're, you're, you're lying. a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> you're a liar. Look, if you can't come up with a new riff, don't fucking insert techno shit or like beats and shit in there. Right. That's not, a, that's not something that works. Yeah. Okay. If you, if you can sing, why make it seem like you can't? Yeah. Why, why is that yeah. a good thing? Sam can fucking sing. That guy's got a fucking voice, man. Yeah. All these guys, they're so fucking talented. Why would you make something that makes you seem less talented? Like, why is that a good thing? See, that's almost a metaphor for this fucking generation of people. It's like, oh no, it's offensive to be talented. It's offensive to do good things. If you want to be like the people, and if you want to really interact and 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 be part of them then you need to be stupid you need to do yeah. dumb shit 
and be untalented and stop being better than everybody because you're showing people you're offensive because you're better than them. Yeah, to devolve to evolve, baby. Devolve to evolve. That sounds like a country jam. I like that you one. You got to devolve to evolve with the bundle buttons. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, brother. I just chugged the Bud Light. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. Do you think we, do you think we covered <laughs> we enough? Are we, are we missing yeah, anything? I was just about to say that. Like, we've spent so much time and we haven't even done the day to remember. We yet. haven't. I know. But now, now we get into some more fun. More fun, baby. Let's do it. <sighs> Let's do it. Okay. A day to remember with your welcome. This was 46 minutes and 27 seconds. No filler, technically. Technically. <laughs> technically. <laughs> so can we, let's just give the backstory a little bit of this. So if I have, and I believe I have my facts straight, I believe that the first A Day to Remember song, and it wasn't even their song technically, they featured on it, but for three plus years was the Marshmallow song, right? Oh, yeah, Rescue Me, which I like. Which actually, yeah, it, to be quite honest, is not a bad song. Like, it's actually fun to watch them play it live because they don't have the EDM shit. Yeah. And it's just a fun song to chug along with. Like, it's it's okay. But that was... Yeah, it's a fun Yeah, that was 2019, so they hadn't had anything out since Common Courtesy. from Oh, sorry, from Bad Vibrations. Bad, bad Vibrations. So from Bad Vibrations on, it's three and a half years or three years or whatever. You get that single. Then at the beginning of 2019, they announce You're Welcome. And they say it's going to be out closer to November or something like that. Then they release Fucking Degenerates, which sets the scene on fire of what a garbage song it is. My first part Degenerates. Oh no. Everyone hates it. And it seems like they actually listen to people and go, hey, we're sorry. That song does suck. (laughs) Yep. We're going to go back in the studio because the artwork's not done and we need to do more edit, blah, blah, whatever the fuck they said. Yeah. So then they said it's coming out 2020. Then COVID happens. So they start releasing mm-hmm. singles. Pretty much every single is bad. I, I think I don't despise Mind Reader. I, I don't despise that song. But oh, it's, I do. Oh, do you really? Okay. All right. We'll I get to we'll good. get to that. But I, I didn't, at least for that one, I didn't necessarily hate. But once again, Dave, Ty, myself, you, we're all talking about how bad this is going to be. Now, I still hold out hope. Because I don't want a, I don't want a day to remember to suck. Fuck no, dude. I love day to remember. Yeah. I mean, I've supported them for a really long time. I've gone to see them, you know, play shows so much. I mean, every album up to Bad Vibrations to me is good, like really good in some cases. So yeah, I I, I really do love this band, but I'm not one of those rubes who just loves a band and loves everything that they do because that's insane. It's it's stupid. Right. So they they announced for 2020. Obviously, that doesn't happen because of COVID. And then they announced for March. And that's what just happened is that Your Welcome finally came out. It finally came out. <laughs> yeah. Which I was excited for, by the way. Even with the singles, for some reason in my head, I was like, 
okay, man, it's a day to remember. They're going to pull through. It's fucking a day to remember. We got this. It's good. Yeah. Well, that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not that. But I will have to say, what an amazing troll job by the band to call it You're Welcome. Yeah. Amazing. I, I give them extreme. Once again, we talk about respect. I give them extreme respect. That was a good move. I think we've already talked about it enough. We love A Day to Remember, so we do respect them. I think my respect oh, yeah. has uh, waned after <laughs> after listening to this album, but we will we will get to those reasons why. Are you ready to start this one, Jackson? Let's do it, man. So we start the album with the single Brick Wall. Now, I find this intro to be terrible in every single aspect. <laughs> Like every single aspect, this was a terrible song to choose as an intro. And then the only part that would be fun live is when the brick wall part is. Like that's the only fun part of the song. The rest of this is garbage. So this is where we're going to disagree. Oh, my goodness. I, so I thought it was funny. You liked Mind Reader a lot more than I did. I So whenever I'm listening to an album, I delete songs as I go. Like if I really hate it, I just delete it. Okay. And then see what I have at the end. Like, oh, this is what I only liked of the album, right? Okay. Mind reader was an instant delete. Brick wall. I actually like brick wall. Really? But that intro though. I liked it. Ugh. Like I like the song. Like okay. I'm. I think it's a good a day to remember song in That's my opinion. Weird. Even though it, I don't know what it is I like about it. For some reason, I think it's catchy, and that's like it actually stuck in my head. This was, I think it might be one of the only two or three songs I liked on the album. Oh, so you, you like three more songs than I like. <laughs> I only like one more, actually. Now that I'm looking at the list, again, I like one okay. more. Okay. No, shit. I, do. I don't like Mind Reader. So Mind Reader's next, by the way. So I, that's another single. I don't like it. It's a whatever song. It's like if, if it came on on a playlist or something. It. Oh, okay. See, I'd just be like, whatever. I'm not going to sing along with it. I'm not going to enjoy it. It's just there. Yeah. It's like an architect See, song. It's just there. Oh. <laughs> Is, so, let me, a quick question before we move on. Is it better to be just flat out terrible? Or or no, what's worse? I'm sorry. Is it worse to be terrible or worse to be boring? I feel like that's the the thing that the Data Remember, You're Welcome, and the uh, Architects album have. I think one is boring and one is terrible. Well, once once you go into, well, I know which one is which. Yeah, but and we can we can do that at the end if we need to. But I think people probably guess it. But I think it it depends on the context. So let's say you've mixed in some boring songs with some terrible songs, and you're on a road trip. If it's a boring song, I am fine with it being on. If it's a terrible song, get that fucking shit off. Like that's <laughs> you know what I mean. Like. That's a terrible song is so much more fun to make fun of doing a show like this. Yeah. But I would still rather listen to a boring song. Like sometimes I say that if someone goes, oh, I hate this or, hey, what would you do if this song was playing on the radio or something? I'd be like, well, first of all, I wouldn't have the radio on. But if I did, if I was trapped in someone's car, I would be okay with listening to that. But if it's something terrible, I want no part of it. See, so this is my thing and i'm I'm only gonna skip ahead this one time this will be the last time 
But like if me and you were in a car. Oh, okay, that'll never happen. Right. <laughs> I would have much more fun personally, even though I think it's a terrible song. And I think architect songs are boring or sure. the, the new album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would love to play Viva La Mexico in the car <laughs> for you. I would have a fucking well, your blast so. playing that. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> I would have a fucking blast playing Viva La Mexico from A Day to Remember while you're in the car just to see the despair on your face. That's context. That would be fucking well, for funny. Sure. Yeah, that's that's con- Look, I would love, I mean, it, maybe it's not the greatest example, but I would love having my parents in the car and playing Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. You know, like <laughs> there are plenty of things I would love, or the uh, the chugaboom version of "I Just Had Sex." Oh god, because yeah. it's just it's funny shit. Like I I enjoy that type of comedy. So yes, yeah. that's a separate context. But if you're just alone in the car, would you rather yeah. have a terrible song or a boring song? I guess boring, but I don't know. I got gotcha. you. Look, it's a it's a terrible conundrum. Boring. The scene has to go through. Yeah, this is what we've got. Terrible or boring. Pick yeah. a choice. So, and and speaking of terrible or boring, we get to Bloodsucker, which we had mentioned before with Architects. So Worst fucking. Yeah, so much processing on literally everything. More dumb lyrics. Bloodsucker, you always kill my vibe. How fucking old are they? It's so bad, dude. When I heard that line, I was driving to work when I heard this shit, and I was yep. like, this fucking killed my vibe. It was so bad. <laughs> it's so terrible. Bloodsucker, you always kill my vibe. I was like, oh, no. And, and the processing, like I said, on the lyrics, so all, all the vocals, all that shit is terrible. And then this is where, so I saw a lot of people saying that the new A Day to Remember sounds like Imagine Dragons. I've literally only heard one Imagine Dragon song ever in my life, and that was sound like. Well, I I would guess this song is one of the songs they're talking about because on the one song that I did hear, it was on an awesome show on Netflix, by the way, called Sweet Home. It's a Korean horror, uh, fucking awesome show. But for some reason, they have the rights to I think it's like Warrior or something by Imagine Dragons, and I can hear the processing. In that song, the auto-tune, the way they downgrade everything, and that to me makes sense of why people might think that. So I get it in that way. You see what I mean? Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. What's that show called, by the way? Sweet Home. It's so fucking good. Korean horror. It's a uh, one season so far. I'm hoping they get renewed for a second. That's amazing. Dude, amazing show. Amazing show. Also, okay. by the way, Alice in Borderland, if you haven't watched that yet. I do need to watch that. Yes. Sorry, we got Watch that topic, first. Watch that first, then Sweet Home. Okay, okay. So then, now, by the way, <laughs> I skipped I skipped both singles and started okay. off my A Day to Remember journey with Bloodsucker. Oh, Bloodsucker. Ooh. So that was tough. What a start. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was tough. So I was like, and then, by the way, I forgot that they have the... Uh, Oh, 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 chorus bullshit. <laughs> I just can't Oh, yeah, it. I know. When a band reaches that point with the whole, oh, yes. like yep. that kind of shit in the background, that's when you know they've ran out of creative juice. Right. No joke. Can't stand Or that. if they release a song called like Unbreakable or something, usually every band goes to that phase. 
Yep. That's when you know they're out of creative juices. Very true. Then we then we go on to last chance to dance. <laughs> open open parenthesis best friend close parenthesis. This is a song about Jackson. Bad friend. <laughs> Bad friend. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it had, in my opinion, an okay riff to start things out, even though it was still re- relatively generic, but not a not a terrible riff. Uh, more bad vocal processing. Constantly, here's the one that I was talking about with architects. Constantly repeating words is so incredibly childish in a writing technique. And it just goes along with these bad friend lyrics. Like the amount of times, anytime he says bad friend, I cringe. Yeah. Because it's just, it's something dumb. But I will say, I did learn one thing from this song. Uh-oh. Apparently... The only reason to have friends is to have people carry your casket. Who knew? Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was that was what I learned from that song because he mentions it multiple times that <laughs> you're a bad friend. You won't hey. have people carry your casket. And I'm like, Jeremy, hey. I'm getting fucking cremated, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't care about your dumb fucking song. No, dude, the lyrics are their lyrics are like r- the lowest point in a day to remember's like discography of this album. It's really bad. Really fucking bad. Really fucking bad. And speaking of that, we get to FYM. And at the time of seeing these <laughs> the title, I did not know what FYM means. Oh yeah. Right, because they said it yeah. over and over. Yep. This is a complete pop song. That is, there is no yeah. hint of anything else. It's a complete pop song. Wait till I get some fuck you money. Mm. Oh, 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 that is the song. Wait <laughs> till is... I get some fuck you money. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oof. Wait till I get some fuck you money. Like that, that is this fucking song. <laughs> Jackson, that is a day to remember. That is now a day to remember song. Yeah. And it's kind of the same shit. Uh, I, this is kind of skipping ahead, but yeah. like I, I thought it was like kind of silly that two songs had the same theme. This yes. one and Only Money. By the way, that was silly. had the same theme, but one song wanted money. The other song was like, money's not so great. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> It's just money. Wait till I get some fuck you money, though. Yeah, yeah. With that regular money. Who cares? <laughs> but that fuck you money, baby. Cha-ching. That's the one. Whew. Fuck, man. That was so... At, at that point, I honestly didn't think it could get any worse. Oh. And I was wrong. So then we and go then into... <laughs> then we go to high <laughs> Which was my least favorite. That one and Bloodsucker. The we, we've gotten to my two worst songs okay. on the album. There you go. I Diving and Bloodsucker. This was Ugh. again a complete pop song. There was no hint of yep. anything else. Uh yep. but I will say once again, probably the truest song. I think they have two songs on here that must be the inner monologue of a day to remember because it actually talks about like the past and it talks about making good music. And then they go in, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's actually, if you listen to high diving and you really actually listen to the lyrics, it's talking about how do we recreate 
making good things again. Like that's and having too much anxiety about the new stuff and not being able to make as good a stuff because of, like I really looked into this fucking shit, man. I wasted my life on this. <laughs> I wasted valuable time on this shit. I could teach a college course on the downfall oh, no. of us all. You get it? <laughs> of a day to remember. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What's really sad, Jackson, is that was legitimately off the cuff. I did not have that written down. Oh, that's so bad. So this is another really dumb lyric. It's hard to practice what you preach when life is a beach. I'm high diving. So put up or shut up. (laughs) Put up or shut up. Fuck yeah, man. It sounds, listen. Oh, I'm not going to tell you to listen to that song again because you shouldn't. But if you happen yeah. to at some point and you're at gunpoint and someone makes you listen to it, check out how much it sounds like a Katy Perry song. Oh, it's it sounds like roar. No, don't yeah. say that. Oh, no, it's really that's how bad it is. I mean, that's my least favorite song on the album. So okay. I fucking get it. All right. So then we go into resentment, which was a single. I, I have to say not terrible, but still not good. Not terrible. Yeah, it's not good. It's not terrible. It's, it's not good. This is one of the okay songs. Yeah, it's like, once again, if this song came on, I'd just be like, oh, a day to remember you've fallen so far. But that's about it. I'd just yeah. be like, yeah, okay. Next up, Looks Like Hell. For me, mm-hmm. the only dude, the only thing I can say about this is it sounds like new Asking Alexandria. Oh, I thought you were going to say it sounds like hell. <laughs> well, that would be too easy. I thought it would be funny. That'd yeah, be that's easy. right. <laughs> Yeah, and no, it, it did actually yeah. kind of sound like you uh, asking Alexandria. You're right. Yep. And then, then we get to your favorite song, Viva La <sighs> Mexico. <laughs> Dude, every time I hear this song, I just picture me and you driving down the highway with our hands out the window, just with the fucking sunroof open. Dude. Viva La Mexico. Viva La Mexico. Dude. A day to remember are just so fucking cool, man. They just want to go to Mexico, hang out, and have some brewskis, baby. And just like, what the fuck? I had so much beer. Oh, my God. What did I do last night? Did I rape somebody? Fuck yeah. High five. Yeah. That's a day to remember. Once again, 40-year-old men. Yeah. Viva La Mexico. Viva La Mexico, baby. If you name this episode Viva La Mexico, I would not be upset about it. I think that I might I would just I would worry someone would blame it on like racism or something. I hated this song so much that it was actually the one I listened to the most <laughs> because I think I couldn't believe it. That it this Honestly, was real. I couldn't even kind of think. I almost feel like it's a fuck you to Donald Trump, but in like the worst possible way. Because if this album had come out when it was supposed to, it would have been while Trump was in office and they would have been like, yeah, this is a day to remember getting political. We love drinking in Mexico, baby. Viva la Mexico. They actually say, they actually say federales in the song. Oh no. Are you them even Hispanic? <laughs> like I know Pierce the Veil is like uh, kind of like they're pretty Mexican, like Vic Fuentes and, and stuff. I mean, but... Fuentes sounds. Yeah, it. I don't know if this guy's Yeah, McKinnon. 
I know they're from Florida, but that's about it. Look, we don't we don't know how they choose to live their life. We don't know how they what do you call that again? How they uh, define themselves? Ah, uh, maybe yes. maybe they're Mexican. Maybe they define themselves well as Mexican. I don't know. Well put. Very respectable. Viva la Mexico, baby. Viva la Mexico. Let's get it. There was also a point that song, by the way, is so long that you can't believe it's not over. (laughs) I I still can't believe that's the one I listen to the most. Like, because you torture I do listen. Yeah, no, like I I tend to listen to albums over and over just to make sure that I really don't like it. Come to it's like I, I listened to it and I was like, okay, that was bad. Maybe I just didn't. I wasn't listening right. Let me let me try it again. Okay, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt because they're a big band and I like them also. So let me try it again. And for some reason, I kept starting from the track "Viva La Mexico." Oh my god! And onward, and I was like, "Okay, I know this song," <laughs> and I hated it. But for some reason, I couldn't believe it. Kind of thing. <laughs> it it doesn't even belong. So like all the songs are bad and this song is also yes. bad, but it still doesn't belong. Right. Like it doesn't fit with the other bad songs. Right. Like this this whole album is completely all over the place. But it's that's even the- that's even way all over the place. Yeah, like th- it, there's no cohesiveness in this album at all. No, none none whatsoever. Absolutely not. So then then we get to the, the track we already mentioned called oh, Only man. Money. And this is obviously more pop bullshit. Yeah. It's still, it's a cliche track about working slash touring, taking away from your family and friends, blah, blah, blah. And then completely negates the fuck you money song by they wanted money originally. Now they have money, but it's not so good. It's not as good as it seems, Jackson. It's not. No. I want to make a lot of money so I can get fuck you money. But honestly, it's only money. Yeah. That's, That's what they said. Yeah, we need fuck you money, but regular money? Fuck that. It's only money. We don't want only money. We want fuck you money. Yeah, we don't want OnlyFans money. We want fuck you money. Yeah, we're going to put it on the first half of the album and the second half. That way you have time to like, you know, it simmers, you know? Look, Jackson. Really Jackson, that's for the vinyl. All right, you got to flip that bitch. You got to flip that son of a bitch. Side A, fuck you money. Side B is only money. Only money. (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh, then we get into Degenerates, which is a single which I will never listen to again. Uh-huh. So, and also another dumb one. What a dumb placement of this song after Only Money. So, Only Money is supposed to be talking about missing out on good times with your friends and family, but then Degenerates is talking about said good times and talking about how your friends are degenerates, and that's so much fun. Which goes back to what we said earlier. It's not cohesive. Right. This album. Like I know we're joking around a lot, but of course. really, like the songs really are bad. Yes. But one thing that's very frustrating is that it is very and the only consistent thing about it is that every song is bad. But it's also at least with architects, the vibe was through and through the yes. whole way. It right. it had a sound. The architects album did. This one does not have a no. sound. It has multiple different sounds that all sound bad. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, Architect's album, though we didn't like it, was cohesive. It was an album. This sounds like a bunch of singles that they collected over the last couple years and slapped a nice album cover on it and said, you're welcome, fuckers, take it. 
Yes. Viva La Mexico. Let's go. <laughs> Viva La Mexico, baby. Let's go. That's what this album. <laughs> <laughs> then we get into permanent. And really, the only thing I can say is this is probably Blech. the most inoffensive track on the album. Yeah. But it's not it's not a day to remember, though. Like all right. of these. If you really honestly, and I mean, maybe maybe we're not good at this because we are experts. I would consider us experts in the scene. Yeah. I mean, we've done way over 10,000 hours of, of music and all that kind of stuff. Ooh. So if you were to, if we had never heard this album before and you played like a Day to Remember songs and then you played this, we would probably be like, wait a second, maybe only degen, sorry, not degenerates, maybe only... Let's say resentment sounds similar enough to old a day to remember. I agree. Resentment sounds kind of a day to remember. Yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's it's dip it's difficult to even say this is a day to remember. And that's not resentment to me sounds like a bad vibrations B side. Yes. I, I totally agree with that. So permanent doesn't sound like a day to remember, yeah. but I was just like, it's a who gives a fuck song. That's all. Agreed. Then, yeah. Then we go into re-entry, uh, and I would like to say they are way too old to be making a song like this. Fake pop punk, just dumb, dumb, dumb. And I think this has one of the dumbest lyrics in the entire album. And they're just trying to be philosophical. Let's let's dissect this line. All right. A three-piece suits like a three-piece cage, the cubicle of our modern age. Wow. So first off, so let's 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 do this, Jackson, for a second. They have already made the analogy. A three-piece suit is like a three-piece cage. Now keep in mind, there is no such thing as a three-piece cage. That's just dumb. That's fucking dumb. But they have now said that that cage is is a prison. So your three-piece suit is a prison. We get the analogy. There it is. But then to continue on and say that that three-piece suit that's like a three-piece cage is also the cubicle of our modern age. It's the same exact thing. Because a th- <laughs> the cage is the it's prison, which is a cubicle. Enough. Oh my and God. it's three layers, and you're only looking for two. Oh my you're God! Just, I, <laughs> I don't get it. This is like a. It's like when you go to Taco Bell, and you're like, "I have two layers here," and they're like, "No, motherfucker, it's three. That's what this is. I get it. I'm cool. Third meal, baby. Fourth meal. I don't know. I forget the commercial. But honestly, honestly, that is one of the dumbest lines. The other thing about that line is, hey, motherfucker, cubicles are still a thing. Yeah. The cubicle is the modern age. It, it's it's what we are in right now. So you can't make the you can't make this comparison because cubicles still exist and they are hugely popular in all walks of life. This line only yeah. makes sense if cubicles didn't exist anymore, fucking idiot. The cubicles of the modern age. Yeah. But we have cubicles. We still have cubicles. I work in a cubicle. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I have an office, but it's me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, bad news. I actually have – my office is actually larger than my bedroom. 
Do you have a window in your office? Dude, I have five windows in my office. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I want a window so bad. You don't want my job. Trust me. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I all I do is review a day to remember music. <laughs> Ooh, damn. <laughs> Viva Mexico. Let's go. Viva Mexico. So, yes, I just I can't get over that. Just please, everyone, I want you to remember a three-piece suits like a three-piece cage, the cubicle of our modern age. Like, right there, he should shoot himself in the fucking head. Dude. That should have never come out of his dumb mouth. He should be embarrassed. Three layers, man. <laughs> three-layer three burrito. Layer. It's the three-layer fucking burrito. They nailed it. <laughs> Talk about nailing it. We go to the last track. <laughs> Everything we need. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Oh my god. It's bad. This was a single. This was terrible, generic, acoustic track to end a terrible album. It's so cliche and dumb on every single level. And we were all stupider for having listened to it. Yep. I agree. Not to mention, it it sounds like an Avril Lavigne song. That's the other thing, too. I just wish that after the song was done, there's like a 10-second pause. And then they all just like laughingly say, you're welcome. Psych. Yeah, you're actually. (laughs) You're welcome. Honestly, Jackson, I would have given this the greatest album of the year. If If they had done that. And that's. Yeah, I want to have a serious conversation with you, Jackson. I know we joke around a lot on the show. I think, honestly, that this album was a straight-up fuck you to everybody. I don't believe for a second. Like, I think What's-His-Face, one of their guitarists, put out uh, a tweet saying, we're so proud of this album. This is a journey from start to finish. Make sure you listen to this multiple times before you judge it. Like all that stupid bullshit. I think all of that is false. It's just part of the joke. Yeah. I think they have, I think they have created one of the greatest farces in scene history. I, I think that Jeremy and maybe the rest of the band, who knows? Maybe he's just a, a puppet. Who knows? Maybe he's not the puppeteer. I think the band got together and said, look, we have done everything that we can possibly do as a scene band. Right now, I would honestly say that before this album came out and before the singles came out, A Day to Remember was probably only second to Bring Me the Horizon. Okay. Biggest, biggest scene bands, right? Right. Because they're one of the only bands that are doing like, uh, you know, like, uh, what do you call them? Um, arena tours before COVID. Like they were, they were legitimately doing huge tours that did very well. So yeah. they've done everything they could. Jeremy's, you know, doing programming and studio work and he's working with other bands and writing and doing all that kind of stuff. I, I don't hear the other guys doing anything except for, you know, sexually assaulting people, allegedly, Ooh. allegedly. Ooh. But in general, you don't hear, like, there are no side, I have, unless I'm incorrect, I don't believe there are any side projects of a day to remember. No. You know what I mean? I they have so much, they have been so good with their money, it seems, that they are just super rich. They got all their fuck you money. Yes, they got all their fuck you money. So I think what they did 
was they said, look, they put out degenerates. They tried something different, right? They got terrible uh, reactions from it. And they said, hey, guys, we just signed with Fueled by Ramen. We don't care. We don't care about this label. Like, who cares? Like, what a what a dumb signing that was for them anyways. Like, that that label does not fit their style of music. It does now. It does with this album. Yeah. But before, people were scratching their heads going, Fueled by Ramen, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Maybe they pulled a fast one on the label. Maybe they said, oh, yeah, we're going to do this crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be like this poppy, paramory bullshit or whatever. And they're like, oh, fuck, yeah, let me suck your dick. And they just like all about it. And they go, here's a ton, a shit ton of money. Let's make this album, right? So then they go, they put out Degenerates. It gets horrible reviews. Everyone hates it. And they say, hey, wait a second. We're going to postpone this. And when they do that, they go, they go, okay, guys, huddle up, huddle around. And they all get together and they're just, they're just kind of, they've got their hands over each other's shoulders. It's, it's like the really cool part of Remember the Titans. Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, you got to get in that, that mindset, that mindset. Yeah. And they, and they go, I'm picturing it. yeah. And they go, look, we have given these motherfuckers, all these 14 year old girls, we have given them everything over the years. Yeah. And what are we trying to do when we see, all these other bands changing their sounds. We see Bring Me the Horizon making terrible, shitty music. We see I Prevail, that, that shit band that we took out that couldn't draw anybody during our tour. Yeah. We see them getting nominated for a fucking Grammy for a shitty album. We've been making albums that are 20 million times better than them. What the fuck are we doing here? So they go, okay, none of us want to work on this. None of us want to put any effort. Because we've seen what happens when we put effort in. It doesn't get us yeah. anywhere. We got as far as we could with exactly. putting effort in. And they go, look, we love that. You know, they're still huddled up. It's a, it's a long thing. Their, their backs are starting to hurt a little bit. And they're, they're just like, why are we doing this? But they're still doing it. And they go, bad vibrations. People started to say we suck. And we tried on that album. We tried. So why are we trying now? Why are we even giving a fuck? Jeremy goes, I bet you that we can go in there and make the worst fucking album that anyone has ever seen or ever heard in the scene besides Broken Side. We can do it, guys. And they go, what we'll do is we'll push off the release and we'll make it seem like we're putting a lot of effort into this. And then we'll release the most generic tracks we possibly can leading up to the actual release, our pre-orders will be great. And then we're friends with architects and we'll make sure that we put our album out after them. So it takes the heat off of their terrible album. And everyone's like, what the fuck? This is genius. Because then they take all the spotlight. Exactly. And you know they're friends. You know they're buddies. So they're just like, wait a second, guys. Okay, you put out a terrible album, but then we'll put out a worse album. And then you guys give us some money. (laughs) Or we go out on tour together. So when COVID's done, we'll go out on tour together and it'll be the biggest thing on multiple continents. Dude, if you call and and, uh, if you right now, because this is obviously going, going on the fucking show. 
Yes. If you fucking called in a day to remember architects tour for whenever COVID is done, that would be so fucking great, dude. I would love to come back maybe a year or however long it takes us COVID shit is done. To come back on the show and be like, dude, you fucking called it. Well, think, Jackson, think about it. And I, I'm, I know I'm joking around, but I'm also trying to be sort of logical here as well. Imagine with the amount of venues that have closed, the smaller venues that have closed, they only leave the larger university and arena kind of shows. So even though those arenas are not going to be open 100%, I mean, I know Texas is, but most places aren't going to be 100% open, and they're going to be doing the six-feet spacing most likely. That means you take the capacity down. You need big bands that are going to be able to fill up those arenas. Agreed. What's better than two internationally huge bands? Those two can do it. That would be the biggest. That would be the one that, like, after COVID, they're like, oh, fuck, this is the tour we've been wanting. Let me blow your mind. Blow it. Bring me the horizon, architects, a day to remember. Oh, my God. Can you fucking imagine? I guarantee you that that's a tour. I hope you called it. I'm pretty sure I did. You know what? I'm going to call their manager real fast because I have them. uh, And I'm going (laughs) to ask them, and then I'll get back to you. Look. When this when this episode goes live, and then you find me dead, <laughs> you know why? Yeah, I listened to a day to remember again. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're you're welcome. You're welcome. That is my conspiracy theory: is that a day to remember tanked this album on purpose because they knew, they dude, they knew that they would get the pre-orders. They knew that just being their established selves, they were able to go back the last three albums and see what their pre-orders were like. They knew that they would have that popularity already sewn into everything, that they would sell tons of merch without even hearing anything. They would sell tons of merch, and then they would get all the people streaming because of the word of mouth. Just because it's a day to remember, they're going to get millions upon millions of streams. Then add in how bad it is and the way that this album, well, I mean, it'll, it'll ingratiate itself to pop lovers. Like it'll, it'll make people switch over. Once again, they'll come over to listen to this album of a day to remember and then go back to listening to pop music. That's what they're going to do. Yep. God, I can't believe we even have this conversation. <laughs> like who would have fucking done that? By the way, I have to also mention this. So I, I I think people, I know he's a pretty hated person in the scene and stuff, but I have never had a problem with Mikey Sawyer of Misfortune. And we've always done well talking to each other and stuff like that. I don't I don't play into all the rumors and all that kind of shit. I, I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. The one thing he did though <laughs> that makes me that makes me want to yell at him. Oh is he put on he put on Instagram. He got his vinyl copy of Your Welcome oh, no. and called it Album of the Year. <gasps> and then anyone who commented on his posts about not liking the album, he called Metal Elitists and said that they didn't have any taste and could only see for their boring music that they listened to or whatever. 
Oh, Mikey. Yep. Yep. That fucking sucks. That disappointed me more than any rumor that I've ever heard. <laughs> Damn. And once again, I will have Mikey on you sometime. Look, you better believe I will have Mikey on, and we're honest with you. I will bring that up to him because I yeah. do think that's absolutely ridiculous. Not liking this album. Let's just – we'll focus on this album. Not liking this album has nothing to do with being an elitist, a gatekeeper, any of that kind of thing. This album, as we talked about for the last, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes, whatever, is a bad album in every sense of the word. It's not even a good – I couldn't even tell you that any of those were good pop songs. Oh, fuck no. Like I remember, I remember sending – there's a buddy of mine who like hates scene music. He's only likes metal, but he likes metal and he loves pop for some reason. That's like metal and pop. It makes no sense. He hates a mixing of them, but he loves them separately. And I remember he used to listen to a day to remember. So I sent him, uh, I sent him, what is it? Everything we need. And I said, Hey, listen to what a day to remember are doing now. And even him liking pop music was like, this is hillbilly garbage. Like, this is, this yeah. is awful. Right. So this doesn't even, like, you can't, I don't care if you want to say you like it or whatever, That that's fine. But to tell people, to tell people that they don't have taste or that they're being elitist or that they don't understand, no, no, no. This is a bad album, no matter where you look at it. Yeah. That's the facts. From whatever genre. Right. So... Let's not, uh, this isn't being, this isn't being elite, be, be, be elite. That's not what this is. This is a bad album and we're being honest about this being a bad album. There's plenty, look, I, I mean, would you not consider Landon Turs right now to be like alternative pop? Yeah, and that shit's good. Yeah, if you can do pop well. Now, I wouldn't necessarily consider that normally scene music in all senses of the word, but you can do pop well. It is possible to do it. If you're using, in my opinion, I need instruments. I need stuff like that. And you can do it. Look, Johnny fucking Craig still does like interesting pop music. It's processed and all that kind of stuff, but it's still interesting because his voice still shines through. You know what I mean? Right. There's still there's still some talent there. But calling this album like like you're putting down people who like metalcore or something like that. That is not the case. Maybe there are people that just won't listen to it because it's not metalcore, but that is not the problem with this album. This is a bad album. Through and through. Yep. Whichever whichever way you look at it from. Right. Whew. Holy sense. shit, man. I <laughs> We did that. Oh, I'm so sad Dave missed it. That sucks. That oh, he's going to be so pissed. Because I'm sure he had, I know he wanted to talk about something in Architects. I think I mentioned it, where the, like, Moths to Flames rip, uh, uh, riff, yeah. rip off or whatever. I think I mentioned that because yeah, I, heard, I heard the same thing. Man, I just, these two albums will definitely be on our worst of the year. It sucked because this, this should have been two albums that we should have been celebrating. Yes. Again, we, we do a lot of jokes because yeah, we like course. to be funny because that is the best way to make of a bad situation. Right. As long as it's in good taste. It's, or even it's not. Usually even not. Just, 
<laughs> or even not, honestly. It's usually better to just fucking joke about it than to actually despise something and just hate it for the wrong reasons. Joke, but it really does suck. Trust me, we would have much rather have been talking about how great these albums yes. were. It would have been way more better. You can go look, and I can't, I'm not going to think of specific examples off the top of my head because we've been doing this for so long. But you can go back to so many old Ian Hates Music episodes and even some of the Ian, you know, Ian Scene stuff. And you'll see how many albums we took a really long time to dissect that were awesome. Yeah. Because we loved, absolutely got super excited that we were going to be talking about an amazing album. So that has happened for so long. I mean, the people that I have on the shows, that's legitimate passion for their music. Like, that's that's what I want. That's what I have, mm-hmm. is that passion for their music. And I want to spread the love of that music to everybody. So we would we would much prefer, always, to be talking, because we can make jokes about good music, too. Like, that's that's still sure. fun to do. But it just so happens that these two albums are not good. And they should have been. Yeah, they should have been. Make right. With their track record. It should have been good. And I want to I wanna just restate it. I don't think I, re- I stated this before, but I've talked about this on the show before. Just because something is popular does not make it good. So just because no. Architects got to number one does not make that better than the small indie band that put out like like you want to talk about saving vice oh God. hello there is a million times better than the architects album that did not get number one or even top 10 or top 50 in whatever fucking billboard we're looking at right that is a hundred times better than both of the albums we discussed today exactly so that's the kind of thing you have to be honest about in the scene and we don't have that anymore which is why i'm glad we have this show because we can be the only honest voice out there. I'm fine with that. It's the most seen thing you can do, to be honest with you. I would think so. You don't so. just suck the dick of the band Giant. Like, the, just because they're big and they have this amazing track record, you don't give them, like, a pass. Right. It's, it's just not how we do things. We, talk, we like to talk about good music, and then we talk about bad music. And it just so happens that some people that used to put out good music have now put out bad music. It's honestly the most fair fucking thing you can do if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's being fair. When you shit on like a small band's music, it's you know, it's it's better to do it this way, like with, with bigger bands, especially when they actually drop something bad. No, I completely agree. And by the way, I just realized we should probably wrap this up because I think I'm I think I'm being too loud <laughs> in my apartment. Oh what? I think I'm being too loud. It's like almost midnight. Oh, fuck. On, a, on a fucking oh, yeah. Monday. Yeah. 1140 over there. Yeah. So let's let's end on a positive note. I will give these more time the next time we do a show. But I do want to mention on a good note, things you should be checking out. One, the band The Undertaking with an exclamation point at the end. The Undertaking. They signed with Solid State Records and they put out a great track called O Negative. So make sure you go listen to that and their previous tracks as well. I think you're really going to like it. The other, the band Dream Shade put out a great like Swedish melodic progressive metalcore metal album called A Pale Blue Dot. 
This was their follow-up to an album, Vibrant, that we reviewed on the show before, that we really loved. This was another great album from them. Then you have Skywalker, Late Eternity. This is a band from Prague. It is guaranteed to be on one of the best of the year for sure. I think Dreamshade probably will be as well, but Skywalker probably did one of the best genre-mixing post-hardcore albums I have heard in a long time. They remind me of like Bless the Fall almost. Mm. Make sure you check out Skywalker Late Eternity. Then, we've talked about it before, but Ascent Like Wolves put out Mystic Auras. That will obviously be on my best of list for this year as well. Such a good fucking album. Degrader put out a really fun heavy album, a really fun heavy album called Beautiful Lie. So make sure you check out that. And then there are two things on the horizon that I know about right now. First and forever, the best emo pop punk band out there, hands down, right now, has their new EP coming out this fucking Friday. It's called Let This Love Die. And I'm telling you, you're going to fucking love it. It is so catchy. It is so aggressive for pop punk. It's just so fucking well done. And then Soft Spoken have also released their EP where the, uh, sorry, wow where the heart belongs and there that you can buy it now but they're releasing a new track pretty much every month as well but support this band great like if you love the way slaves used to sound they're like a more aggressive slaves on this ep oh yeah so make sure you support that band for sure so yeah i think that's i think that's good I think we covered the bad. I think we covered some of the good. There's still plenty more for us to get to, but Jackson and I were definitely going to have to get Dave and do scene badness because I think that's going to be a huge highlight for people. I love doing it. I know Jackson and Dave love doing it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Jackson, thank you so much for doing this long episode. I had a lot of laughs. I really appreciate it. Do you have any final words for everyone? I got nothing. Uh, just thank you for actually, no, I got something. Thank you for listening. Um, and this was really fucking fun. I will end the way I always do long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. I want every single one of you to know that I am truly sorry from the bottom of my heart. I am so sorry. Sorry that you're a little. So alright